The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. To the Lord. Jesus said to his apostles, Fear no one, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light. And what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before humans, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before humans, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As Father mentioned, it's, it's so wonderful, it's so joyful that uh, we are able to welcome you back to this first um, liturgy and uh, we were talking before Mass, I think about three months, eh? about the middle of March. And it's wonderful to look around and, and see you here and, and just worshiping as God would want us to worship in community, in the presence of each other and also in his presence. May our good and gracious Lord continue to bless us with his healing and his boundless grace. Today's reading reminds us that no matter how dire the situation or how isolated we may feel in the face of illness, death, and darkness, our Heavenly Father will always be with us in his, content, in his tender concern for our well-being. And that is a very comforting fact. In today's first reading, Jeremiah speaks of his former friends who have now turned against him. But he also has great confidence with the Lord at his side. And he proclaims that all his persecutors will stumble and fall, and they will not prevail. Even as the Lord's chosen prophet, Jeremiah had many in the ruling class of Israel against him because they did not accept his message from the Lord God. They were hard-hearted and refused to abandon their worship of idols and even their sacrifice of children to these same idols. Rather, they preferred to persecute Jeremiah than to listen to his message of repentance and Return, returning to the one true God. If they had only listened and kept their gaze on God instead of Jeremiah, they would have saved themselves a lot of suffering and death at the hands of the Babylonians. In today's second reading, Paul reminds us that even though sin had been in the world since the fall of Adam, it was no match for the grace that would flow 
from the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, our Savior. Just as sin came into the world through one man, death also entered the world. And we see the effects of sin and human weakness all around us every day, in ourselves and in others. But in spite of the darkness of our world, the Father in his mercy and his faithfulness to us sent Jesus, his son, to conquer that sin and that darkness and that brokenness and just to bring about God's immeasurable grace. Just as Jeremiah experienced God's grace and protection, in spite of the fear that he must have felt for his own safety, so we also have that same grace. In today's gospel, our Lord tells the disciples, do not be afraid. And he says it three times in this short passage from Matthew. And this emphasis means that they needed to hear this. And why did they need to hear us, hear this? Because Jesus is giving his 12 disciples instructions for their first missionary journey. And he tells them of the persecutions that are coming upon them. And so they would experience dark times, they would be tested, they would be handed over to authorities, and they would have opposition to their message of salvation over and over again. But our Lord tells them, do not be afraid. And that is precisely because he is with them. His grace that was present from the very beginning of time will also be with them on their mission. In the inauguration homily for his pontificate in 1978, St. John Paul II, he wasn't shy about admitting his apprehension about assuming this ministry of the Pope, the leader of the Catholic Church. And this is what he said. Today, a new bishop comes to the chair of Peter in Rome, a bishop full of trepidation conscious of his own unworthiness. And how could one not tremble because of the greatness of this call? And so in contemplating the power of Christ and his need for Christ, he was inspired to say those words that really would define his ministry and inspire us all. So he, and he goes on to say, brothers and sisters, do not be afraid. Welcome Christ and his power. Do not be afraid. Open wide the doors to Christ, to his saving power. Open the boundaries of states, economic and political systems, the vast fields of culture, civilization, and development. Do not be afraid. Truth can be hard for people to hear. You know that truth that the prophets proclaim? The truth that the disciples of Christ proclaimed? And also the truth that all of us proclaim as Christians in our world today, right now. But through our readings, we discover that God is with us and he will never abandon us. His grace abounds in our world today even in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. 
of racial tensions, of political unrest, of the continued suffering of the poor and the needy. God's grace is here and it still abounds. Jesus himself tells us today how much that we are loved by our Heavenly Father. Nothing happens in our lives that the Father doesn't, doesn't know about. Every hair on our heads is counted. And for some, that's kind of easy to do. But um, his care and protection follow us everywhere, each and every day. And he is with us always. I invite you to take some time this week and just read over Psalm 139. That's Psalm 139. This is my favorite psalm, and it speaks to how much the Lord treasures all of us, each and every one of us, and how faithful he is to us. And so we're not to be afraid of anyone or anything. We are to reach out in love and service to all of God's people. We are to look around us and open our eyes. Open our eyes to the lessons of these past few months. Not in fear, but in anticipation of how we can help change some of those things that have come to light. It could be changing our own attitudes about other people. It could be helping to change how we care for our elderly. It could be helping to eliminate the scourge of abortion that has been deemed an essential service by our government. Or maybe it's the fact that many poor countries are in need of proper medical supplies and equipment, and they are looking to us for help. Our homeless are particularly vulnerable at this time, and our family of parishes have combined and joined together to support street help, which is an outreach to the homeless in the Windsor Essex area. Our monetary support would help change things for these people, our sisters and brothers in Christ. Just go to our website and look up the, uh, the links there and, and um, discover how you can help. All of these things have come to light in recent months and for most of these issues, they've been a concern for a very long time. But many of us have simply ignored them. With the grace of God, we all need to look around us and see where the Lord is calling each and every one of us to action. How can we serve? How can we put out into the deep, not in fear, but in total trust and confidence, as Jeremiah did? How can we work towards meaningful change in our society, in our neighborhoods, in our own families? How can we be instruments of grace in our world today, just as the disciples of Jesus were in their day? And I think what we need most in order to answer those questions are three things. One, we need prayer. We need to consciously and continually seek the will of God. Two, we need a listening heart, that we truly listen to what God is saying to us. And three, we need to trust 
We need to trust that the Lord's faithfulness that has been with us throughout the ages will be with us, guiding us, strengthening us, protecting us as we labor in his vineyard. Do not be afraid.